I'm your host, Peter. On today's episode, the boys and I will be previewing the 2022 summer seasonal lineup. Uh, gentlemen, we had a chance to go over the list today. Want to get your initial thoughts on what you thought of what's coming up. Are you excited for anything in particular? And just like your overall sense of like what we're what we're looking at for summer 2022. Yeah, so for me, um, to give an analogy, this sh- this season coming up has a whole bunch of, as far as the original shows goes, um, a Tome game, Life is Hard for Mobs, where uh, everything looks bad, but maybe some of it will be good. And I, so I like I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm picking some dart throws. It's like, if this is executed better than I think it's going to be, this will be enjoyable. And so that's that's sort of how I'm approaching uh, the bulk of this season. There's a few things that I think lots of people will like, but it's sort of a short list. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, as for me, there's uh, like one thing in particular that I'm a little bit excited about. Um, either there's like one show, and then other than that, nothing else matters really like almost nothing else matters the season is going to be really rough for casual watchers who are not willing to like miles said rough out a few storms i think personally i don't know i mean there's a couple sequels that seem pretty cool or that people are excited for but i personally have like four shows that i am like considering watching let alone guaranteed watching i think there's like two that i know i'm watching so it's gonna be tough but pete this is where we uh pretend to be excited for a couple of those shows so why don't we start well as the actual resident anime fan i am actually looking forward to a handful (laughs) however even due to my like excessive anime watching i do think that this is going to be a catch-up season there are some shows that i put on my backlog that i'm gonna be starting this season like summertime render i'm gonna be starting this season that way it wraps up and i'll be able to review the following and to watch Golden Kamui Season 3 to get ready for Season 4 for October, stuff like that. But there are a handful of shows that I am actually, like, really looking forward to. And just for our listeners slash viewers for this format, normally what we do is we don't focus on sequels for our preview. However, since this season is so stacked with sequels, we're going to break it up into two sections. The first half is going to be the non-sequels. second half is going to be the sequels. If you are looking for something specific... In the comments below, there's going to be timestamps for the shows that we're going to be talking about. So you can pick and choose and jump to wherever we're doing. Because if we are talking sequels, we might be talking a little bit of spoilers. We'll do our best not to, but no promises. So there's our spoiler warning. So gentlemen, let's get into our first show that uh, is the number one most planned to watch non-sequel, according to Mal. And that's Call of the Night. Uh, Ku is a typical middle school student on the surface. Relatively good at studies in... uh, I can't use that word... It is fun with his classmates. He put on a lot of effort into maintaining his facade. One day, however, he decides to stop pretending and quit school, developing insomnia as a result of having no daytime outlet for his energy. When taking walks alone at night, he feels marginally better, though he is aware of his inability to sleep and should be considered as a serious problem. On one walk, who meets a weird girl named Nazuna, who who diagnoses the cause of his sleepiness despite making changes in his life, he still is holding himself back from experiencing true freedom. He says that he won't be able to sleep unless he is satisfied with how he spends his waking hours. When it appears that she has resolved his current worries, Nazina invites him invites him back to her apartment to share a futon. After a while, unaware that he is only feigning unconsciousness, she leans over and bites him on the neck. So call the night. Um, for reference, I've read 
like 35 chapters, I think. Miles has read two, so we have very conflicting opinions on Call of the Night. So, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts, especially Miles, your thoughts on Call of the Night. I, okay, I hated the manga, and I don't, I'm going to be perfectly honest, I don't even remember why I did. I just remember reading it and, like, you know, just being like, I'm skipping manga club this week. I'm not doing this. This is just, I don't have the energy to do this. Um, but honestly, for the life of me, I can't remember why I don't like it. Um, it only took you two chapters to say, I, this is bad enough to drop. So I think, uh, that's saying something, you know, like, uh, but a lot of people really do like it. I, I am going to give the show a chance. Um, the PV art, the still has been not great. Mostly the eyes have, aren't good. Um, However, from the animated PVs, I'm not sure if that's going to carry on. It'll be something to check. Um, I think it will. I, okay, I think that, well, I think they want that to be like the focal point. Not just say focal point. That's the wrong word. But like you know how you look at like a particular art style and you can like tell who like wrote that. Um, I think we have it this season with the the guy who wrote Teasing Master Takagi-san. He has a new show coming out this season, and like by the art, you can tell like that is his work. I think the the mangaka kind of went for it on this, where like you see the eyes and you know it's that person. Yeah, I think there are, are ways you could do that without making them look cross-eyed all yeah, the time. Um, <laughs> you know, like you can tell Clanad is Clanad's artist without them looking. Yeah, because you could park but... a Tahoe between their eyes. Yeah, but I'm a big Peyton Manning fan, so like, <laughs> um, That's you know, I don't know. The, 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 the anatomy is just a bit weird. Like, I'm looking at this first visual preview, and the woman's breasts look very strange. Um, and I don't know, art isn't the most important thing, but it, it is something that I, I am concerned about. Um, you know, that said, I will check it out. The atmosphere of it is fucking awesome. Like, I love that whole uh, restless night um, wandering around sort of aimlessly gloomy feel that this gets um, done pretty well. So I'm going to give it another chance. I know that you and Jay really like it. Um, I hope that the art doesn't bother me too much. It, it probably won't, but... I think when we talk to Pat about this, it will bother him too much, and I, I get that. So, um, you know, I'll give it a shot if people say it's good. But like again, like I remember the first PV art came out for this like four or five months ago when they first announced, oh, it's getting an anime, and it's the girl sitting on the swing, and she's cross-eyed. Yeah. She's literally cross-eyed, and it's like, wait, is she actually that in the show or, or in the manga? And she's like, no, she's not disabled. Or sorry, I shouldn't say disabled. Like handicapped in any way. Like that. It's like, no, that's just how it looks for some reason. I was like, well, that's stupid. Like, this is how you're announcing the show. I don't know. Again, maybe it's a stylistic choice. I just don't get it. And then, like Miles said, a couple of the other art, it's just, it's weird. Like, the stills are just weird. I, I don't know, man. I, I'll try it if people like it. But I, I don't know. The, the, the hook you, as well, the details for me, I'm not... I'm not that intrigued by it, I guess. Uh, and yeah, hearing that Miles dropped it after two two chapters of the manga, like how many was that? Ten minutes of reading? Like I, I I'm like 
It's like, I know. What did you give longer? I mean, you didn't give No Game No Life longer the first time, but like, no. So things that I have dropped quicker than the. And again, I think I might have just been having a really tough week or something. But like, things that I dropped quicker were the Gintama manga, um, <laughs> which is another very popular thing. But yeah, I didn't even bit. get through the first chapter of Gintama. Um, and then No Game No Life, I did drop in like a minute and twenty seconds, or whenever they show um, what's her name's vagina, <laughs> just on the screen, and I, I dropped it. I was just I was Shiro. I wasn't dealing yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> was, um, but yeah, this this was a pretty quick drop for me, and um, yeah, who knows? Well, no, the character I'll... design seems pretty boring for me too. I, I, I'm not I'm not as uh, hype about it is it's weird though seeing that it's like the, the top non-sequel well, maybe it's not weird given the season but it's it just seems weird to me that this is like the top show yeah. it, it, is the manga really that popular it's pretty like, pop it's pretty popular um I, I i've seen it where a lot of times the volumes are out of stock and we, we're waiting for like reprints i don't think it's like super crazy popular but it's it's popular enough to now on mallets the most popular like plan to watch non-sequel like 100 100k yeah that's a lot of people it is a lot of people but it has the theme of vampire too so that's another knock for it on my end the main character is a vampire yeah, yeah. there you go all right uh, it, I, it, it ties into the story that if miles read more he would understand like kind of the concept between and the vampire but it's kind of coming of age as well in this situation where the main character feels a little out of place, even though like, he's not really like a loser. Like he has, he's good at yeah. grades and stuff like that. He just, he doesn't feel like he belongs anywhere. He just can't find like a purpose and him being at in night and then starting to hang out with like vampires kind of has like a really cool twist on like how his character like develops. And I've read, so I'll, I've probably read, which will probably be season one. I'm guessing I've read like six volumes and that's like five six volumes is usually like a 12 episode season and i think this is gonna get pretty well received it wouldn't surprise me if that this is a kind of a popular show getting a second season maybe in like two years or something like that it kind of has that vibe to it um but to me yeah. I, I mean i have the manga at nine i think it's really fun um it's kind of it's very quirky at times this is it's not labeled as a comedy but there is a lot of like comedy elements to this story that they do just because of you know, the emphasis of a non-serious vampire. Like, they do crazy shit with, like, flying and, like, being able to do things that no normal humans can't. You see that, like, expressed in the show. And to me, that's kind of like... I don't know. It's just... It's a lot of fun. It's a it's a really fun show. It kind of gives me, like, um, Mob Psycho vibes where it's, like... Uh, it's For the most of the time, it's not serious, but they can, like, turn it to, like, a serious moment, like, really fast. And Call the Night can kind of... Kind of does that, so... Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Miles is Miles and Pat are like wishy washy. We'll see. Maybe they'll give it the old college try. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely going to give it a try because like this is something that I really conceptually want to like. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I like unlike Pat, like I'm big into vampires. I love the environmental design on this. Like the character design is not great, but it's also not like I don't know terrible or anything. It's average. Yeah, it's fine. And like. I like the whole, uh, you know, finding yourself in this supernatural place when you don't fit in normally. And I do remember the main character not being, uh, like, boring, right? Like, he's not, like, a boring main character. He's 
he just doesn't know what he wants to do with his life, which is, you know, I think something that everyone's gone through at a time or two. Yeah. So it's, it's relatable, but it's not blank slatey. So, um, I don't know. I'll definitely give it another try. Uh, you know, it took me three times playing mass effect before I finally beat it. And I loved it. Um, and I dropped it very early on. So, so sometimes you just have to be in the right mood for something. And so that's why I'm going to give this yes. another try. So call the night is mass effect. Yes. If you're <laughs> right. a big Mass Effect fan, make sure to check out Call of the Night. <laughs> yes. Made by Liden Films, by the way, who uh, did Tokyo Revengers and I guess Yamakun and Seven Witches is their other big show. They've done a lot oh, of Kodoro. random, done a lot of other random mediocre stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're an, a, they're, of, an, they're an average studio. Yeah, they, they I guess Cells at Work Black was pretty good that they did recently. A um, bunch of initial D stuff. Yeah. Oh, did Whoa. they do Boarding School Juliet? Yes, they did. That was a fun Banger. <laughs> Speaking of bangers, Gentlemen, shall oh, we move yeah. on to the next banger? Absolutely. Uh, uh, my stepsister is now my ex-girlfriend. Uh, could it be more anime than this? A certain boy and girl in middle school become lovers, flirted with each other, and disagreed over trivial things, became more frequently irritated with each other other than excited, and ended up breaking up at graduation. And so the two of them, Mizuto and Yume, would wound up meeting each other in the most unexpected fashion. Isn't it obvious that I'm the elder brother? Isn't it obvious that I'm the elder sister? The children of the partner of their parents' remarriage were ex-lovers? Question mark. Uh, the former couple, mindful of their parents' feelings, decided on a sibling rule, where the one who becomes conscious of the other, ah, uh, uh, where the one who becomes conscious of the other as the opposite sex loses. But when they when they encounter each other in the bathroom, commute to and from school along with the memories of the past and living under the same roof, just how do they disregard each other? Gentlemen, um, I know I don't have to say much about this because if you can tell by the synopsis that this is peak fiction, um, what the kids call on Twitter these days. This is um a staple, a monument of anime. Um, but just in case I'm incorrect, I would like to get your thoughts. So, you know, what I have to say about the show is that Pat, Pat, who is just very, you know, high and mighty about vampires as a concept, um, who, who is very picky about yeah. all this stuff, is going to be super hyped for this fucking piece <laughs> no, of garbage. No, I'm not. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. If it's a, if it's soap opera, then it's going to be fun. If it tries to take itself seriously, then it's going to suck. And there's no doubt about that. Like, I don't know. I, I I I just I'm tired. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it it happens. It happens every season, and like. Honestly, at this point, I'm tired. Like it, it, it's different. It 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 wears different clothing every time it comes through the door. You know, is it couple of cuckoos or is it girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend yeah. or is it girlfriend, whoa, whoa, whoa. girlfriend? Or I shaved it, and I picked up a homeless girl or whatever. Yeah, yeah. or is it Toradora? You know, oh, we don't. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, is it Toradora? <laughs> <laughs> um, but. You know what? I, I mean, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? I'll give it a go. Yeah! I, I, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. like admitted defeat. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> um, so for me, yeah, the first thing I thought when I read this was it's like Domestic Girlfriend, which is like a top three manga for me, like all time, I think. Uh, I Obviously, I'm not that into manga, but it's uh, 
it, it was fun. It was a fun ride because it didn't take itself too seriously. I do think that the fact that this is made by Project Number Nine as well, who did Hero, which is the the picking up <laughs> yeah the high schooler <laughs> that's hilarious. That's really funny that that's uh, the same studio. Um, yeah, this studio sucks. <laughs> they have not done anything that deserves. <laughs> well, they are they they're doing it right now. The Love After World Domination, which is fantastic. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That show looked. I've heard good things about that show, but other okay, than that, I will then, say the show is great. The show does not look great. There's some, it, okay. That's fair. There are yeah, some of it looks good. There's they have like I mean you could tell that they put all of their momentum into like certain parts and it completely falls apart in other parts. Like mm. really good show though. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah so this show uh, yeah again if it uh, i kind of already said but if this show uh goes the domestic girlfriend route of being just like soap opera just full-on ridiculous things happening and then not taking itself too seriously while doing that i think it could be a fun show to watch but yeah no miles come on i i think i deserve a little bit more credit than that i, I am not I, if anything it's pete who's looking forward to this show because we're talking about it right isn't that right pete I'm it's okay. So there, this is like the diamond in the rough style show where, yeah. Uh, one out of every 20 of these shows is gold, or I guess in this analogy, it's a diamond since I used that. (laughs) 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 Wow. I am bad at this. Um, so, uh, it's it, amiable, it's, by the it's, way. It's, the okay. word is amiable. Okay, yeah. the, there's the 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 PV looks exactly like a show that I love, and if has listened to this, he'll love it too. It's called Bob Tier Character Tomozaki Kun, and it has like I I looked up like the picture of it. It looks exactly like this, and if it's like that, I'm going to love it. But 19 out of 20 times, this show is going to be a three, and I'll probably drop it after five episodes. So I'm gonna give it a shot. However, um, this looks terrible. I watched like half the PV and it, it's like the stereotypical trope. Like, oh, he walks in on her while she got out of the bath. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Uh-oh. Like stuff like that. And I, I can like, you can like, per- like foresee the episodes, like what they're going to be ahead of time. Like they meet episode one, episode two, they hate each other. Episode three, they walk on her dressing up or something like that. And then, you know, towards the end, it's going to be like, he gets like a new love interest and then she gets jealous and I don't know, maybe they fuck. Who knows? But like, so, okay. There's no way they fuck. There's no way they're in high school. Zero chance. Except for, except for here's the thing. Yep. A certain boy and girl in middle school became lovers. Now, I don't know if this is a translation error, but in English that would certainly imply that they fucked. Right. Yeah, but they did it. Like okay. there's there's no chance that that's like I think that there's a few little pieces of things like maybe they'll actually kiss each other at some point like or there's another like male character in the cover art that's a good sign um <laughs> Is it? like unironically you know what I mean because yep. that <laughs> um. Should be better as a softcore porn than like as a serious anime. That is, this is a comedy romance. I don't know. I don't think this is. I I don't know. We'll have to see. I 
I have like a. I have a. Decide. I mean, I I have some hope for it. I have some hope for it. I do. You don't have to lie to people. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I now some hope is like I. You could have hope over anything. Hope doesn't need to be substantiated. Like <laughs> there two, there was two seasons ago. It was called like the, the the rom com where the childhood friend never loses or something like that. Where like they tried to like do a twist on like the love triangle slash oh, everyone thing. was the child, and it was friend. yeah, it was just trash. We're like, that's what this looks like. This looks honestly looks awful. It, it's gonna be a show like Shikamori where like. The best character is like the seventh character in the show. Like that's what this has written all over it. For this me. is going to be better than Shikamori. Ooh, hot take. You know what? Yep. Here's a hot take. Almost every show we talk about save it, today, <laughs> save it for the review. <laughs> no, that that that's a spice. That's a tease. That's what we call the business a tease. Okay, I think we spent way too much time on my stepsister is my ex girlfriend. I think we should yeah, move maybe. on to something that. I'm literally reading the synopsis for it for the first time right now. It's called Engage Kiss. The only reason why I put this on here is because Miles said he was going to watch one episode and drop it. So I said, screw it. Let's talk about it. Uh, Viron City, a mega-floating metropolis created from the discovery of new energy sources. Shu, a young man who owns and operates a small business in the area, leads a meager life due to his reckless spending. Uh, me. Uh... Kisra, a girl who visits Shu office in home because she constantly is concerned about him. She works while attending high school in Veyron City, doing everything from clerical work to housework. Ayano, Shu's ex-girlfriend and senior colleague of the corporation, uh, of the corporation he had previously worked for, is also worried about him. So it sounds like a bunch of girls are just worried about a dude who has a gambling problem or something. Uh, thus begins the slapstick comedy of three people in a slightly unusual relationship that takes place on an artificial island and the Pacific Ocean genres comedy romance. Uh, gentlemen, um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on Engage Kiss? Let me know. Mal can't write <laughs> synopsis. There's literally a, a compound sentence in here. It's like, it doesn't work. Or not compound. What's the, the fragment? Yeah, fragmented sentence. Thank you. There's literally a, like, what is, I, never mind. I'll stop. Miles, go first. This is your show. Sorry. So, yeah. This is your show, Miles. <laughs> what I, yeah. <laughs> Miles thinks is better than Shikamori. Yes. Uh, uh, I I mean this will be better than Shikamori. <laughs> um I, I God. Um so what the second preview for this, which is the first one that I saw, like the picture, um, it shows the the girl uh like holding her smartphone and like the shadow of her on the wall, she's hoard- holding some sort of like super sword sort of thing. And I was like Wow, that looks awesome. I had no idea what the show is about, but like I'm a sucker for when shadows are different than they're supposed to be. Um like I think that's just a really fun trope. And um then I read what it was about and I was like, "Oh boy, this is going to be bad." <laughs> um but again, this season is about throwing darts, right? Sometimes you're going to hit that bullseye. Is this the bullseye? Probably not, but it could be. Who knows? Um, so that's my thought on Engage Kiss. Also, I really like the character design. So, yeah, I like the character design too. It looks cool. Um, pretty small studio working on it though. A one Pictures, you know they they don't. Uh... That's another thing that is hopeful for it is that they generally just release bangers. Um, so 
well, it'll look good even even if it isn't fun or, or good. I guess is maybe yeah. the way to look at it, right? Like, um, obviously, A one does a lot of things. Sao, your life, Kaguya, Kaguya, Fairy Tale, a lot of very very popular shows. So I, I don't know. I think that that's what the, that's what this show has going for it. It's it, describing itself as a slapstick rom com as well. Again, yeah, does, that's not the vibe I got from looking at it is that the vibe you get from looking the, at the it? only yeah, thing i yeah. can think of is one of the characters is dressed as a nun yeah like so how did, how did they that and she's holding exactly. a gun mm-hmm. yeah that's like the 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 freaking meme that's going around right now about how like anime nuns are just like you know just not battle nuns are awesome nuns. though like that's a thing that i'm super about um I've, i know a lot of like irl nuns and they're not battle nuns as far as i know but maybe they are you how know many I mean? irl like, nuns do you know i went to catholic school my that's entire right. life that's right <laughs> i i know a good a good couple um well. yeah you know what i'm gonna say i knew i like in my course of my life i have been like friendly with five or six nuns which i think is more than most people so yeah yep uh so yeah i don't know this will uh this this one if it gets uh, like yeah like character design's cool but like how does it work together at all i don't i don't get it um the description just does not read what the cover art looks like at all it reminds the, cover me art, like... the cover art looks like data live almost like, to me you know like yeah it, 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 like um what's that god awful sh- guilty not guilty guilty crown yeah i was so, like, guilty crown this, vibes. yeah so this like reminds me of like guilty crown but like maybe they just do like strictly slice of life bits with it? Like I don't, I don't know. They're holding guns, so I guess no. Because there's like the like girl with the blue hair in one of the PV pictures is in like an office suit. She's got like a pencil skirt, and then the next PV picture, she's in like a space suit with a SMG. So I don't really get the vibes. So she's yeah. like a clerical worker by day. Uh, space assassin by night or something yeah they do that like duality of the people right like they have some pvs where everyone besides the battle nun is in like very uh casual attire and then Mm. other ones where they're all you know space fighters or whatever (laughs) um so i I don't know i'm gonna give it a go for sure i think that if i had to say the quality of show that i think this would end up being um it would be Oh dear! What was that music anime? Oct op destiny, baby. Yes, that's yeah. yes. So I think if I had to guess, I would guess this is more of a talk to op destiny. I like that. Like, yeah, but it, I was you know the talked could have been good, and this yeah. might be able to be good. So. I just say I like that comparison. I did not like talk op destiny. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, well that that's engage kiss. Um. My favorite yeah. show of all yeah. time. <laughs> uh, the only thing I could think of is that it airs on Sundays, and usually Sundays are pretty open for me. So maybe I'll watch it just because my Sundays are open. So we'll That's see. Engage Kiss. That's supposed to be open. Okay. All right. If, yeah. If you don't keep them open, the nun will battle you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's. Uh, we got, got another you, Pat. No got, got another right. banger coming up here. We got Uncle from Another World. Okay. Seven- no, this is. This is like, wow, these are all my recommendations. I'm garbage. Yeah, you're trash, bro. <laughs> Let me read the synopsis real quick, though. It's really short. 17 years ago, Takafumi Uncles fell into a coma, but now he's back like a man risen from the grave. Soon, Takafumi discovers two bizarre things. His uncle treasures video games above all else, and while comatose, he was actually transported to another world 
as some heroic guardian. Now, not only does Takafubi have to root with his uncle, who is literally magical, he also has to catch the guy up on two decades of history. Smartphones, high-speed internet, modern anime tropes, and the traumatic outcome of the 90s console war. Uh, genres, comedy, fantasy, isekai. Gentlemen, your thoughts on uh, uh, my uncle from another world. This is the dart throw that I am the most confident about because this concept is fucking fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be good, but it should be good is what I'll say with this concept. Um, it also has the PV where people are like paralleled to their fantasy and reality self. And like, again, as I said in the last show that <laughs> I made us talk about, um, I'm a huge fan of that trope, and that's one of the things that caught my eye. Um, I love the idea of some guy having like been in a coma for 20 years and or 30 years now or whatever, and like he was isekai'd, and like what happens when you make it back to your world, you know? Like, what is that like? Um and it just seems like there could be a whole bunch of fun hijinks and there'll be a melding of the two worlds, I imagine. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I'm pretty interested in it. Pat, what do you think? Uh, it's made by Atelier Pont Dark, which has only ever done uh, Gambare Doki-chan, which I loved that show. So yeah, it was a fun show. That, but that's like short form. So is this? I wonder if this is short form, especially I, I would watch this because it seems like it would be really funny. I, the concept, that, that that synopsis is great. I think it's great. Uh, the PV art is, is a little scary. He, I, I don't like his look. You know, I know he's supposed to look like shit because he's coming out of a coma for 17 years or whatever, but... God, he's creepy. Like the PV, like where he's just smiling. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, but yeah, like the co <laughs> the concept does sound really funny. It's like, uh, it's like a different version of Kongming almost. It feels like, oh right? yeah, like, like that. Um, obviously slightly less drastic of a, uh, a change in, uh, in culture and everything. But I don't know. I, I, I could see this being pretty funny. Yeah, it looks pretty. It looks pretty solid. There's some negatives though for the fan base. One, this is on Netflix, so it's probably going to be in Netflix jail. Uh, so we're probably it's either going to be like one of two things: we're going to get it all at once, uh, or we're going to get it like four weeks after the fact that it airs in Japan. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not a Pat said it might be a short form. I I feel like I'm leaning that it will be a short form. I'm getting like a way of the house husband vibes kind of where that was also a short form. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, Miles, you mentioned it earlier. It does look like they can, uh, the, the universe is kind of like parallel each other. There's like a scene where like the uncle is pulling a sword out of like a dimension. So he, it looks like he might be, has some ties to like both worlds that he can like conjure some magic or some shit and get in some hijinks. And, but it sounds like he just wants to play video games. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I, I'm looking forward to it. It seems pretty funny. Um, not a whole lot to say about it just until I get more of it, but I like the concept more than, I don't know, than my hype, I guess I should say. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a comedy, so right, it's either funny or it's not, and yeah. like, that's, that's what it is, so. Yep, yep. everything's 50-50. Alright, well that was uh, Isekai Uncle. Uh, next up, we got uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. One day, college student... Yuhi is approached by a talking lizard, Sir Noi Croissant. Croissant immediately launches into a fantastical story. The powerful mage 
Animus intends to destroy the Earth with his giant biscuit hammer, a huge contraption looming high in Earth's orbit. Earth's only hope lies with the princess and her beast knights, whose task is to protect the princess and defeat Animus. Uh, there's more to it, but that's... I, I've read a fourth of this, and that's essentially like what it is, is they're trying to defeat this giant looming hammer that's like hovering over the earth but like not everybody can see it and then there's some like hijinks that goes on with it so uh was it genres action adventure comedy drama it is a sign in it has a little bit more mature themes in it from what i've read gentlemen your thoughts on lucifer and the biscuit hammer yeah so with a name like lucifer or the biscuit hammer um i wasn't planning on watching it but it does seem like something that I should give a go. I like sign-ins generally. Um, I like the concept of like impending doom. Um, like the hammer feels a little bit like Majora's mask or something. Yes. That's a good, that's a very good comparison. Um, you know, so you just have this like constant reminder um, of the task you need to do. And you can see the effect that that has on the people who can see it and stuff like that. Like that seems Seems pretty interesting. Um, I know that people really like this. Yeah, it's um, an 8.4 for its manga. Yeah, so, you know, I'm definitely going to give it a try. Um, I'm not, like, pessimistic about it or anything. I'm just not super hyped because I haven't really heard about it until we started doing our our prep uh, for this episode. It doesn't sound exactly like it's up my alley, but it it seems like it's well executed. So I could imagine... For me, it being something like a like a Doro Hedero, where it's like not exactly my cup of tea, but it's like still a pretty good cup of tea. So like, you know, I'll, I'll drink it anyway, kind of deal. Yep. Um. So yeah, I I'm uh I'm gonna check this one out for sure. Yeah, it it has com the fa- why why is everything a comedy this year? It's weird. It's like um or this season, I should say. It's it seems <laughs> like everything that we've talked about has like at least like something to do with comedy. I think it just gets comedy. You know how, like, Marvel movies are, like, Mm -hmm. comedy? You know what I mean? I think everything that has, like, quippiness to it gets that tag on Mal. Like, Fullmetal Alchemist, I'm I'm pretty sure, has, like, a comedy tag or something. It's just, like, you know, that's my guess. Uh, um, It looks interesting. Uh, It's got uh, good character design, I think. Uh, I like that the the crescent noi or whatever the the lizard it's like it's it's preview art or whatever is him standing on its hind legs like doing the um with his legs behind him i don't even know how to describe it it's uh it's pretty funny uh the studio kind of scares me though it's uh studio naz they've done uh my sister my writer <laughs> banger uh, ha- ha- hajimete no gal it invaded <laughs> unironic banger <laughs> Sabaki uh, Bisco, whatever the fuck that show was recently, and then other than that, oh, Infinite Dendogram. They've they've done like nothing. So that's like that's good. I should say. ID Invaded's pretty solid. That's but yeah, their one outlier. Yeah, what yeah, what of nine? They did one Natsumi's Book of Friends thing, like an OVA or something. Yeah, it has an eight four. Good for them. <laughs> the the season six Natsumi Book of Friends specials is their highest rated thing by about point six. And that's also, only as a producer. That's not as the uh, oh, Yeah. Oof. Oof. 
Yeah, it invaded at 7.85 as their highest uh, actually produced show, which, like, yeah, that show I heard good things about, but uh, not 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 doing too hot with that studio, I gotta say. It's a little scary. Uh, yeah, for for nice. me, I've read this. The biggest thing that I have a problem with that I hope that gets addressed is that it's clearly written for its time. This is a early 2000s manga, and, of course, there are a lot of panty shots in the in the manga so you're hoping that the girls go commando in this no i hope that it's just not shown it's like so unnecessary because the story itself is very fun at times and the panty shots just like absolutely ruin it for me okay but it's a cool like fantasy like um you know like zero to hero type of story where the impending doom of this giant hammer that's going to smash the earth unless they like start beefing up themselves and while protecting the princess. And then they have like these familiars that are like a lizard or a dog and stuff like this. The, the beast knights essentially what's what they're called. So it has like the comedy thing then for us, like the, the, the the banter between like the familiars is pretty funny. The banter between like the characters are pretty good because they're like, they're college students and they have to like study for the exam. But at three o'clock they have to go do like strength training, stuff like that. So, there's it's not like a funny story it's more of like the dialogue itself is pretty funny it's like the the banter that you would hope to expect of like 19 year olds trying to save the world type of thing it's pretty good yeah but honestly my biggest problem is the constant panty shots it's just not funny at all um but i mean other than that that's literally like my only issue with the manga it's really fun it's paced really well it has like a, a like kind of like I brought up earlier, kind of like a mob thing where it's really lighthearted and fun for the most part, but then there are serious undertones with uh, the characters and the knights and the situations that they're put in where it's not uh, it, it's labeled as a sign in, so like you can put the context for that. It's not a shonen. If you catch my drift, like shit happens with the characters, so people um, die. People die in this in the story, and wow. yeah, it's. And it's handled well, and it's handled seriously. It's not a joke, but the concept of you know a talking lizard trying to make you into a knight is funny. So, uh, if you're a fan of like fantasy style shows, I would definitely recommend Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. I'm looking forward to seeing it get animated. It's not super like detailed, so that's why the studio that it's attached to is just like whatever. Like who cares? It's not that big of a deal. So I'm looking forward to Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, and I hope that they just cut out the panty shots. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, next show, uh, one guy here really likes it. This will be my first, uh, jump into the Ruby fandom. We got Ruby, the ice queendom. Pat, do you want to read the synopsis or? Sure. I would love to. Uh, I actually haven't read what the synopsis is, uh, yet on this. uh, You know, like the names and stuff. So I'd probably, I know every care, every character and everything. This is one of my favorite things. One of my favorite pieces of media, mainly because I, I love the world building, the character design is awesome, and I love the passion that was put into the original, uh, by the original creators of the series into the series itself. I don't love the writing and the decisions that they've made recently with it, and the constant delays in production that are often written off as, oh, we're, we have such a great work environment, well then why is your work always late and not being done? Why are we still waiting for a season 9 announcement to a year and a half now since it was supposed to have aired? Who knows? Whatever. Sorry, that's my little rant about Ruby, but I do love it. This is being done by a Japanese studio, though. Only with 
the advising of the original cast or the original uh, staff as well. So it's going to be, um, from my understanding, it's taking the original uh, Ruby story and starting off relatively the same, but then going to take it in a slightly different direction. So I'm very curious to see where they go. But yes, so Ruby Ice Queendom. It is in the world of Remnant, humans and faunus, human-animal hybrids, carry on in their everyday lives despite the omnipresent threat of the monstrous Grimm. Uh, dedicated huntsmen and huntresses battle Grimm with both customized weapons and their own semblances, unique abilities derived from the energy of one's soul. Some warriors also utilize a crystallized energy propellant, dust, to bestow their weapons with elemental properties. In this dangerous line of work, rigorous training is required to stay alive. To that end, each of Remnant's four kingdoms have established schools to properly groom children. <laughs> I read that and I laughed. I started to read that. I was like, whoa, that's wrong. Uh, properly trained children there we holding go. Asp aspirations of be becoming licensed huntsmen. That's terrible. That's a Why? different show that Mal we're watching. Mal is terrible. At Beacon Academy in the Kingdom of Vale, a promising group of future huntresses makes their de debut as Team Ruby. Ruby Rose, Weiss Schnee, Blake Belladonna, and Yang Xialong each com come from different backgrounds and often butt heads as a result. However, when they cooperate, they're a formidable force and uh, have even attracted the attention of Beacon's headmaster, Professor Ospin. Alongside fellow students such as those in Team Juniper, the young prodigy Ruby and her friends engage in adventures which pit them uh, against an extremist faunus group known as the White Fang. Every explosive encounter also brings them closer to the true villains uh, orchestrating conflicts from beyond the shadows. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I am so, so hyped for this. The first episodes are going to air, like, I think, like, June, like, 20-somethingth uh, as, like, a preview or something i i don't even understand they're getting released early the first three episodes and then we're gonna get to see episode four debut live at anime expo and i cannot wait for that it's like the uh it's the only uh panel that i know i'm going to for sure because apparently there's gonna be some of the staff there as well uh that worked on this uh or, or at least videos from them i don't know um yeah, I'm really excited to see them retell the story because, again, the first few seasons are really fun, but you, they're very, like, amateur as well in the way that they're done. They, um, I think what they, they – the show really had – or Rooster Teeth really had, like, a a cool idea with the semblances and with uh, customizable weapons, a, a scythe that's also a sniper rifle. Like, how sick is that? You know, like – uh, there, there's a ton of different like cool ideas here, but they didn't have the uh, the wherewithal to be able to execute like a full story, and I think that that um, having to like retcon a lot of things and change their uh, their strategies over the past few years and the past few volumes has really hampered this show in terms of its ability to grow. So I'm excited to see Studio Shaft especially uh, take this project on. Miles, what do you think? Yeah, so I love Studio Shaft, right? Like. I love Monica Magica. I love um, it. You know, it, depending on the entry, I love the Monogatari series. Um, <laughs> but what I do love from all of the Monogatari series is the visual design and like direction and stuff. I think is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I, I, I think Ruby like legitimately has some of the best character design in media. I mean, you were hinting to it, the little red riding hood with a fucking scythe. Yeah. And it's also a sniper rifle is literally the coolest thing <laughs> in the it entire is. world. It is so cool. And if anything tops it, it's Weiss's character design. Yes. Which I is mean. so freaking cool. Um, 
and it's just so so cool. I didn't like the the I don't like the look of Ruby, like the CG sort of. It, it's tough. It's hard to yeah, get. Yeah, and like again, it's like a, it's Rooster Teeth doing it, right? So like I I get why it at least started out like that. Like it makes perfect sense, but with Shaft behind it. Oh my god, it's going to be so good. I don't even care if the story's good, to be perfectly honest, because it's going to have Ruby doing stuff with her scythe, and I'm going to be like, this is so fucking cool. It is cool, because it's it's not just like Ruby, that's like almost every character, well, for one, they all have like the color names and stuff, like, you know, like Ruby Rose, Ruby obviously being Ruby, Yang uh, Zhaolong, Weiss is white in German, um, and, and like... Uh, Pira Nikos is a character that's very obviously modeled after Achilles all the way down to what weapon she uses and uh, you know who is who is Pira or, or who is Pira Nikos that well that that's an actual mythical friend the best friend of Achilles the the potential lover of Achilles who based on t- your interpretations like there's so many cool like mythological references and things uh, that uh, it's I just love it like so much so much dedication and time was put into the creation of these character designs and their backstories or their motivations whatever and it's just like i love it monty Ong, so so great rest in peace but sorry go ahead pete the one thing i'm looking forward to ruby the most is that ruby fans really fucking love ruby like they love ruby and this will be my first introduction into ruby and that's like more that i'm looking forward to than the actual show that i can be like i don't know like i i feel like if i mentioned like a little hint to pat about Ruby, I'm going to get a paragraph response because that that's Pat and Ruby. So that's like what I'm looking forward to. The engagement, the community, the the conversations gonna be around the show. Cause I think this will be a heavily talked about show. I've seen like bits and pieces of like its art that's going to be, but I wouldn't surprise me with Shaft behind this. If this is like an anime like animation of the year like contender, I can see them doing like really fantastic work with like the designs and just the scenarios that they're in and it'd be i don't know you said before like um like their colors and like the themes that i feel like they could do a lot of that with a high budget studio and add more to their characters with that budget so that's what i'm looking forward to the most with ruby uh i hope i I, i'm i I don't know what to expect to be honest i don't know if this is going to be a five for me i don't know if this will be a 10 for me it could be it could be anything. I'm just this is probably one of the most looked forward to shows just because of the unknown, the uncertainty of it and just like it the swirl of its popularity that I know nothing about. And I know a lot about a lot of things, especially in anime, but Ruby is one thing I know zilch about. Yeah, one thing to note too is that uh one of the things that made the show so lovable, uh, especially when I first started was airing in the first few seasons was the fight choreography, if you ever watched like the uh, Ruby trailers, like the original things that were like the concepts of what the characters are, uh, Red Like Roses trailer, things like that, the fight choreography is insane. And that's something that Monty Owen was really good at. So I'm very curious to see if Shaft is able to to uh, reimagine, but also like, I, I guess, call back to that, like where she's like sitting there. Uh, slams her scythe in the ground, spins around and like kicks like four people with it, and w- while all while flowing like it. The, the, again, if you ever look up any sort of fights from Ruby, you'll see you see what I'm talking about. Especially in the Shaft has seasons. great fight choreography, so I'm very hopeful that they'll be able to do that. If you remember the Mommy Homera fight from Rebellion, yeah, um, that is such a good fight. Chef so kiss. hopefully, you know, you, you don't know until you know, but. 
they're capable of doing it justice. I'm quite sure. Pack, can I, I ask a... you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I think this is going to be a lot of people's introduction to Ruby. Do you think that the community might ruin this show? Like, sorry, I should say the community, but like, do you feel like there's going to be like the parallel between like the Ruby fandom who have seen everything and knows everything. And then like this new batch of people coming in just based off of how passionate Ruby fans are. Oh, well, Ruby fan has already ruined their own shows. <laughs> like, like, like uh, they, they, the, the shipping and the uh, the ridiculous uh, latching on to things. I, I don't know. There, there's some very uh, passionate people out there. That's the way I'll put it. And at the end of the day, um, all I know is that the original guy was like, yeah, I never want any of the original four to ever get together. But, you know, here we are in volume nine. Some things are happening. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it is it, people are very passionate about their characters. I don't expect it to be any worse than like a normal fandom, though. So, like, I don't expect to see people uh, after the like third episode being like, oh, this character is the worst. Like, well, blah, 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 any more so than, you know, like a normal anime. I don't think it's going to be like, I don't know, I hope the new ruby i hope ruby fans too realize that this is like make or break for the for the the uh what do you call it um the ip essentially sure. like if this shits the bed we're not getting volume 10 we might get volume 9 still but we're not getting volume 10 you know so hype this up get people to like it get people interested in ruby again that you know might uh initially be turned off by the fact that the first season it is hard to watch like it's fun i i, I look back on it fondly but like if you look at it and as j without having someone whispering in your ear oh it, it looks better sooner oh wait to wait for the fights you're just gonna shut it off because you're gonna be like this looks like shit what am i it's like forest fairy five what am i watching you know like so i i think it's important to really encourage people to like it more rather than you know like a gatekeep it like some people sure. might. i feel I you can't wait. i have not been so excited for a show in probably a long time and uh I... other than maybe kenshin which will come out in who knows when in six months eight months who knows but uh that's yeah this is good yeah it'll be fun it'll be the first show of the season since we're getting those three episode batches so oh do you think it's gonna be short form like the original or do you think there's gonna be full episodes that's the other thing i hope it's full episodes because uh you know the first season yeah, you could probably do that in the first like five or six episodes of the show, but um, I hope it's not short form just for the sake of wanting more content. But I think it would work in short form, uh, depending on how fast they adapt like the season. But and also, but yeah, we don't know. Like again, the the initial PV and like things like there are certain scenes that are called back to that happen in the first volume or first few volumes. I think first couple volumes of of the original Ruby, we don't know where they're going to go because they're calling it ice queendom too so it seems like it's going to have more of a focus on weiss mm -hmm. and like the original thing the original cover art made her look like freaking uh what's her name from akamega kill um the uh, uh, as, as death, death. As death. and it was just like wait what is what is she doing sitting like because like she's the heiress to her company's fortune and like whatever but in the original series she kind of cuts herself off from that because she wants to like reclaim the name uh, from her father who's kind of bastardized the company or bastardized the name that they built or whatever. So I'm so curious to see, like, do they keep her being kind of like a bitchy brat at, 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 like they did in the first season? Or, like, how how are they going to, to make it different? That's what I'm really going to be curious about. So what you're saying is Weiss's best girl? Yes. Okay. I've heard you say that. Million fucking, she's sitting on my wall for a reason. Like, yeah, she is best girl by a mile because she's, uh, and she's shown the most character growth out of all of the four main cast in eight volumes so far. So 
Um, I don't know. Again, I, I could talk about Ruby forever. I'm sorry. We, we stretched this into a 20 minute segment. Nah, it's all good. I, I like the passion. So yeah, I think all of us are going to be checking out Ruby and so should you. How about another show that probably I'm going to be watching? Uh, that's the accuser guide to babysitting. Uh, Kirishima is the right hand man of the Sakurai crime family for him. The job is a perfect excuse to let out his violent instincts and run wild, earning the nickname, the demon king of soccer or soccer gagi or something. It seems that nothing will stand in his way of his vicious nature, but one day he receives an assignment like never before from his boss, babysitting his daughter. Is this heartwarming or blood-curdling? Story of a little girl and her Yakuza caretaker. Uh, genres, comedy, slice of life. This is right my alley, boys, but uh, I feel like I might be the only one, so I want to get your thoughts on the Yakuza guide to babysitting. This is what I put... Shows like this I put into a box, and this box is to be opened if Pete is like, hey, Miles, you'll like the show. It's really good. And then I open the box, and I watch it. And <laughs> that's, I was waiting um, for you to say and then I close the box. And then I close the box. <laughs> close yeah, the box yeah. and throw it in the ocean. Um, no. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know, this is for you, Pete. I, I'm glad you like it. It really does sound like it's it's going to be good for you. Not Thank for you. you know, I'm probably not, not going to watch it. <laughs> I think it could be just like summarized down to, well, first off, it's got two studios listed, which is never a good thing. Although one of them is feel, which did the seasons two and three of Origairu and a couple other things. Oh, well, kiss X sis. Oh. Banger. <laughs> yeah, bangers, uh, bangers only from this. Studio. But, uh, I, I don't know. I think, uh, it's going to boil down to like, does he, do they sexualize a little girl at all or not? Like, I hope you know, not. Like, I don't I think so. Not. Well, that's the thing. So if it's not, then this could be pretty funny. Yeah. Like, this... Shows like this have a pretty good track record with stuff like that. I find for the most part, you know what I mean? Like, um, you hope what's so, the, you what's know? the Hinamatsuri? Um, yeah. 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 Uh, Way of the house husband, right? Another one or, um, yeah, maybe not the exact same. Everything place. besides Usagi drops manga. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good, <laughs> And, and sweetness and lightning like maybe as well like I, yeah I, don't know. I well actually i haven't watched more than like three clips from that show so i couldn't report to its uh goodness or not but uh i don't know it's i a- uh this this seems like it would be fun and um i but like also like like miles said like it, it it's not gonna like change my life or my perspective on damn what if it so did I, though that would be what if it like legit happy. changed your life <laughs> Made me realize I wanted to be a Yakuza member. Uh, or a babysitter. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I, I, kids, are, uh, kids are awful. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I really don't know what to say. I, again, if it's funny and it doesn't overly like sexualize the child, overly, I should say, sexualize the child at all, then it'll be funny. Uh, as long as it sexualizes the child, the just proper a amount. Which is zero. <laughs> yes, which is zero. Um then it could be funny. I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of adult characters there, like in the in the cover art. Like how is it like a whole family that they're uh, so like, what I, I what I think happens is that other Yakuza members also are caretakers for other like syndicates kids and they kind of like form a group or something like that where like they're all Yakuza <laughs> members but they're all stuck that babysitting funny, these like syndicate sounds... bosses kids. <laughs> I, I'm getting sold on this a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. The art style is okay, too. It looks like it looks like a science fell in love. Like, that yeah, art it style. It does. 
I saw the hero even. Like, I, yeah. I saw the PV video and it the comedy kind of reminded me of Psyche K a little bit, so that had me excited because I'm a huge fan of that show. It looks fun. I like the the concept of like the Yakuza being a babysitter. It's silly, it's fun. To me, this is like it, this is my style of show. I'm going to watch every episode and I'm gonna give it a seven. Like th- that that's this is just a Pete show. And that I'm not going into expecting the world, but I'm expecting it to be silly and heartwarming a little bit. That's kind of just what I'm thinking. So, gentlemen, any final thoughts on this show? Otherwise, we can move on to the last one. Yeah, let's move on. Cool. Uh, the last um, non-sequel that we're going to be talking about, uh, it's pronounced Yure Deco or U Deco. Sounds like it has a couple of different pronunciations. Uh, the story begins when Barry, an average girl from an average home, meets Hack, a girl who looks like a boy. Charmed by Hack, Barry meets up with the team Hack leads, the Ghost Detective Club. Members of this club are socially dead, working invisibly within the digitally controlled society of Tom Sawyer. As she works with the group, Barry learns about Zero, a mysterious figure who lurks within Tom Sawyer's underground. She and Hack decide to chase down this figure, and in time the truth behind the city is revealed. Um, Not a whole lot of information other than it's Science Saru, which you know... That means this show probably is going to kick ass. So, gentlemen, your it's thoughts on Udeco? Yeah. So this is this is like first off, this is the type of show where Pat and I fight about the subject matter or the subjective uh, topic that is art and what makes art good. Um, it looks fun. I like this. This looks like goofy enough to be fun. Okay. Like, yeah. It's objectively I... ugly, but it's fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, kidding. it just <laughs> as I was saying, this is yeah, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I love how vibrant it looks. I th- yeah. like the it looks like it's like goofy, and you get to do like fun sort of stuff. But it's science Saru, and like almost everything they make is really good, um, in some way or form, uh, and unique and animated well. Um, so I'm I'm excited to watch it and give it a, give it a go. You know what I mean? Like you know, could this be Japan Sinks? We'll find out. But it, it'll yeah. probably at least be uh, Heke Monogatari. You know what I mean? Like that's that to me is like the the floor. Um, but I, I'm excited. I really like the character design and I love the color use. I love the saturation. I love just how bright and vibrant the world that they're in looks. Um, so I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it looks interesting. Um, I, I like you said the it, like the art. It's like it almost doesn't look like anime. It almost looks like Cartoon Network. You know, like like has that look to it. Um, I like it. I think it'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be like a a cool um, take, I guess, on this. And and I I don't really understand the synopsis that much either. It's gonna be weird to see what they're doing. Like Tom Sawyer's name being brought up is. And gonna be like does does it actually is it actually relevant or do they just call it that because like English is cool you know like the like they usually do sometimes with uh with English words so we'll have to see um it's another one of those shows over that for sure I will not like start watching but if I hear a lot of people talking about it or something like on Taxi as an example is a show that like you you go back to after a few episodes because everyone's saying how great it is and then I think that's where, I, where it's I'm getting heavy on Taxi vibes. That that style of show. Also, I don't know if you guys have seen Summer Wars, but I'm kind of getting Summer War vibes from it. Where I think there might be, uh, and or Bell, if you saw Bell, 
there's kind of like two parallels. There's like the real world and the virtual world. I'm kind of getting those type of vibes where maybe like this deco world that they're in is like a VR type of thing, like an oasis from Ready Player One. And then they have like an outside world thing too. I don't know. It'll be interesting. There's not a whole lot of information to go off on about this show other than just it's science Saru. It's kind of like what Miles said. I think at minimum, like the worst this show could be is a seven. Uh, I mean, they're like, let's see. I mean, their their track record, ping pong, just absolute banger. Aizoken banger. Haiki Monogatari, which was I thought was pretty good. So for me, Science Haru is just like, oh, Devil May Cry, baby. Like, I mean, they just do like really good work, except for Japan Sinks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they do yeah. re- like so sometimes, yeah. sometimes like you're ready for the game. And somebody like ties your laces together and you didn't see it. And that's what Japan Six was. But most of the time you're ready for the game and you're playing it. And that's what Science Haru brings to the table. To me, I'm expecting a fantastic story. Animations are gonna blow me out of the water. And I'm I'm along for the ride. Gentlemen, do you have any other thoughts on you, Deco? Alright. I'll take silence as no. Alright. Yeah, we're good. All right, so that's going to wrap up our non-sequel stuff. We're going to get into a few sequels that we will be watching, or at least I will be watching. Uh, first up, the long-anticipated 10-year drought is over. We have The Devil is a Part-Timer Season 2. I it was When it was announced, I just assumed it was a April Fool's joke, but then I realized it wasn't on April Fool's, so we get what a lot of people have been asking for for like the next season two win question. A lot of people put devil as a part-timer Grimgar season two win, but uh, no game, no life season two. Win. I mean, I mean, that's the new one. I right? mean, like yeah, we, we, we can pass on that one, but uh, we what, what was a few months ago. We watched this first season for watch club. And I think we all had a pretty enjoyable time watching it, whether we thought it was good or not. We thought it was fun at least. So, uh, second season, I've read this entire season for the manga. I know it's going to happen, but I want to get your guys' thoughts on what you're expecting for season two, especially we kind of know based off the PVR, like the story where it's going. So gentlemen, your thoughts on the devil is a part-timer season two. I, I really enjoyed the devil's part-timer season one. I can't explain why, but I have been, my desire to watch this has decreased over time and so like i know i I don't like they're gonna you know do some sort of romance stuff between um mao and amelia are they yes they will at least hint to it and they will you know i I don't i don't want to get too into spoilers but you can see that there's a baby in the preview and they will probably raise it together in some form um and like that's like fun and that can that can be cute and everything but like it's important to remember that that Mao is Hitler um in in their universe yeah <laughs> like literally Hitler um and so to I don't know it's just been it's been like weird to me to like they don't explore that a lot and I don't know if they're going to and I don't know. We'll find out. The sort of slice of life stuff, I think, loses some impact if you go away from the actual, like, drama and the past that these people had together. Um, 
and from my understanding, that's the direction that it goes. Um, you would be correct. Okay, so you know, we will see. I'll probably watch it, and I'll, I'll probably enjoy it. But I, I was really, really looking forward to this, and now I'm just sort of like, maybe I'm not. I don't know. You know, it's sort <laughs> of it, it's a weird it's a weird thing. I really liked season one though, so I'll probably I'll get I'll probably get the fuck over it. I think it's just been such a gap that like you start thinking about things too much and you like overanalyze the show and like, you, you know, you do all that stuff that are, you, you might not, I, this is the thing I do. Um, and you then you know, <laughs> this, ha- this happened to me with stranger things. I was like the most recent season of stranger things. I was like, I don't want to watch this. I'm fucking sick of the show. Like I've thought about it so much and like, it's going to just do the same. And then I watched all the episodes that were on Netflix and I was like, that was really good. Why did I not, why did I not want to watch this? <laughs> this was this is really good. So, um, you know, I, I imagine this could be like a situation like that. I just I can't explain why I'm hesitant, but I, I am a little hesitant. I'm worried, you know. Um, so that that's those are my thoughts. Yeah, I I don't have a ton for it. I, it like it. I'm sure I'd enjoy watching it, but I've got other things that I want to watch instead that are going to take priority over this for sure. And uh, it was cool, but I, I was never on the season two hype train because I only watched it like three months ago as well, just like with Watch Club. So I never, uh, you know, for a lot of people, I'm sure that they're a lot more excited about this than I am. There are some things that I'm not looking forward to in this. Uh, they change studios and you can tell that the art is much different than before studio was at three H's and they're most known for like princess principal and SAO progress or not progressive alternative and flip flappers and flip flappers. Yeah. Who would have forgot about rifle is beautiful. How do you forget about rifle is beautiful, which is one of the worst animated shows I've ever seen. Um, So I have, uh, I have an inkling that this is going to be trying to think of like, Hmm. I don't know. I I I foresee production issues in the future for this show. This is going to be like a Seven Deadly Sins season three, where they switched from Perot to Feel or whatever, and they just like they just shit the bed and outsource everything. I have a feeling that we're going to get outsourced stuff. It's going to look bad. People are going to complain, even though it's probably not that big of a deal. And it's probably going to be like like if if I saw this at like a six point two on Mal. I wouldn't be surprised, but as somebody who has read the source material, I'm really looking forward to this arc. It's uh, the new edition of Alice Ramos. Uh, the child that they have is she's super fun. It adds like a really fun dynamic to the story because she's not just a baby spoiler alert. And then we get like a new antagonist with Gabriel and some other people that get introduced into the story. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm not super hyped, but I can, understand like why it's the most planned to watch show for next season i think a lot of people are just like finally looking forward to the meme of season two win of devil is a part-timer and then finally getting it and then people just be like whatever like that is what it is so uh yeah a concern for this is that they didn't get the crown handler movies for princess principal which are very well animated so yeah, it's just the main show, which is not something that I realized uh, when going going through it. So we'll see. Um, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, I feel you. Uh, however, <laughs> are we ready for... Th- this show is probably going to be the most talked about show, I feel like, next season. Oh, Rent yeah. Red- to Girlfriend Season 2. Um, wow. I got a lot of things to say about this. Uh, I haven't really dug deep into Rent a Girlfriend ever since I kind of blacked it out of my memory from my previous review of Season 1, where I thought it was just pretty trash and then I gave it a 5 anyway. The the show is stupid fun. Like it the main character won my uh worst character of the year um that year when I did that. Uh however, I'm a huge Sumi simp. Sumi gang for life. Uh Chizuru is a great female lead. I like her and I like the drama aspects of Rent a Girlfriend. I just really hate the main character. So uh, I think Pat's seen season one. Miles, I don't think you've watched a second of the show, but I want to get your thoughts on season two of Rent-A-Girlfriend. I I have often looked at the art of Rent-A-Girlfriend season one, you know, like the splash art, and I think to myself, eh, maybe I should watch Horror Mia. And <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's about all of my thoughts for <laughs> Rent-A-Girlfriend. I, I had more fun with Rent-A-Girlfriend than I did Horror Mia. It's not a better show by any means, but I think I had more fun with it. Um, I, I'm excited for season two. Mainly, uh, well, that's his thing. Like When I finished Rent-A-Girlfriend, I was like, oh, I need to know what happens next. In the same way with like uh, Domestic Girlfriend, I was like, oh, I need to know. I, I, I'm, I can't be satisfied with one season of the anime. I'm so curious about... What, what's happened with all the waifus like all the characters i i really like chizuru a lot and she's like pete said great female lead i actually like mommy as well um because i i think she's like similar like how rachel from tower of god gets a lot of hate just because she's the antagonist like like no she has her own motivations like it, there's been hints to that so far in the show and i'm excited to see where that where that'll go uh ruka as well a lot of people really hate her and it's like worst I, I don't character know. i, I like she's annoying as fuck i agree worse than the main guy no, no not even close okay, Ka- kazuya could yeah. legit just okay. uh, you well, said and- you said she was the worst character yeah, so yeah. i was the- surprised i i don't view kazuya as a character he is okay. he is a <laughs> steaming pile of dog turds no but i i like uh ruka though because like the whole thing with her or her whole thing is that she's like oh no one my heart i, I have a problem with my heart and like my heart doesn't beat normally or whatever but the first, but I've never like been excited by a person before, or like been like you know like basically my I've never had my heart skip a beat for someone. And then Kazuya, for whatever reason, don't know why, is the person that that happens with, and she's like dead set on getting him because of that. And it's like I like that. I think that's like a fun little like different motivation than normal for uh for a show. Yeah, but the, the Kazuya is so hard to watch, and the problem is like seeing like all the talk about the manga too. All I've heard is that the manga essentially. They make some progress, they grow, and then it all resets to zero again. And, like, resets to, like, square one over and over again. So There's I a can't fifth imagine. girl now in the manga. There's a fifth now? Oh, there you go. So, in, like, in season two, we're not going to get any resolution. I want to see him get closer with Chizuru. I want to see him grow as a person. That is not what's happened in the manga. And the manga is, like, way ahead of this at this point, too. It's, like, probably... It's like it's not like volume like twenty six or something ridiculous. That's like two hundred chapters, so that's like at least like yeah, six or seven seasons probably of this away from any sort of progress. So unless they yeah. go anime only, I'm probably not even gonna watch this show at this point because it's just like I'm just gonna get frustrated by it, and I I don't I I have enough frustrating things in my life, you know. Like, <laughs> like, like I, I I don't need that. Um, it, it it looks good though, like 
the I think it's the same studio, TMS. Yeah, I think so. One. Um, and TMS does a lot of great shows, so I'm sure it'll look good. But it's just like, damn, I want pa- progress. Positives for this season. I believe we start out with Sumi's arc in the beginning of season two. And since she is best girl, that can't go wrong because she is the best. Uh, cons, like Pat said, we have like nine seasons left of Red to Girlfriend and the manga is still going. However, this does sell like hotcakes for some reason. It's like when a new volume drops, it's top 10 in Japan and it's like top 20 in the United States. It's like the top selling non shonen manga, which is crazy, but that's where we're at as a society. So if you are anime only, there's a pretty good chance we get like four or five seasons of Rent a Girlfriend. It all just depends if they want to keep doing this. And if you think this is bad, you should see what the manga because next work is doing his manga. It is so trash that Rent a Girlfriend looks like a piece of gold. But that being said, the show is going to be super fun to talk about every week. I know that our Discord is going to be lively when the episode drops, oh, yeah. and we're probably going to talk shit to each other and talk about Bass Girl Soupy and whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's this style of show. It's whatever. I'm probably going to give it a five again. I'm going to hate Kazuya. I'm going to watch every episode. So Maybe they'll make Sumi relevant this season. Oh, she was relevant the first season. What are you talking about? Put some respect on Sumi's name. Well, I want to, but she was in two episodes and she did nothing. Three episodes and she stood up for uh, Kazuya at the bowling alley when he was kind of getting picked on. And then she tripped and fell and you saw her panties. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Don't forget that. That's Rent-A-Girlfriend for you, guys. Yes. Let's talk about our next favorite. Oh, show Miles is jacked season. for this one. Yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> um, Overlord season four. Um, me and Has had a conversation prior to this recording, and I don't remember what happened in season three, and I don't remember what happened in season two. It was crazy that they released season two and three in the same year, and then took four years to release season four. It. Miles, do you have any? You you seem like you're like, hold on, hold on, I got something. So I have a question for you. All right. What happened at the end of season one? Uh, Albedo's like, hey, baby, you want some? And then, yeah, the, the I believe ended. the end of season one is his fight with Shaltier when she tries to overthrow him. Um, but that could be wrong. I don't remember. I thought that was two. Um, no, that's definitely season one. Season two is lizard sex. Ah, um, who yeah. could have forgotten Lizard Sex? I actually really liked that yeah. arc. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty fun <laughs> arc. It's, I, I like the show the most when it's not focused on Ainz, because Ainz is very boring. Um, and, uh, God, I really like Overlord OPs. Veracity, which is the OP for season three, is one of my favorite OPs ever, so... Looking forward to OP for season four. I haven't watched season three. It's <laughs> the show is to me is just so very mid. Um, and I've heard season three is not not great. And like I, I, I gave can't it a decide. Five. Yeah, I just can't decide if I want to suffer through it. To is it twenty four episodes? No, it's twelve. Okay, maybe I will. Um. I would like to keep up because I think it's like 
it interesting enough to talk about the characters individually. Some of the characters individually are interesting. Um, I just don't know if I have the energy, you know? This, this, is, this is like a collective show of... This show is, like, very popular. Like yeah, very and, and popular. I like being able to talk about it. Like, I don't... I don't think it's good, but I don't, like, hate it with every fiber of my being in yeah. such a way that it's I... It's not Shield Hero. Yeah, like, I can have fun talking about this show, even though I don't like the show that much. You know what I mean? Like, it's fun to be in the community and participate with the community and pop overlord is the 73rd most popular anime ever so you know that is fun that is to fun. be a part of overlord is not great and <laughs> and um yeah so yeah like, yeah it's hard to talk about um do you have any thoughts pat I haven't watched the first, second, or third season of Overlord. Uh, the OPs are like okay. And, did I sell uh, it on you? Did, uh, well, did... you guys selling me on Overlord is impossible because I have no interest in the show other than when it's on Isekai Quartet, <laughs> the movie or whatever is coming next from that that medium. Because they're funny characters on Isekai, Isekai Quartet. I, I enjoy them there, but um, I don't know, man. Like, if I was like fourteen, I would want to watch the show yeah, or yeah. go back and watch the show. But I'm not. I'm 24. I'm te- holy fuck. That was wow. like 10 years older. Exposed. Than... Humble brag. Yeah. A <laughs> little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just too mature for a show like this. Yeah. Let's go. Nah, that it's just. Yeah. It's just not good. No, yeah. Maybe. I'm gonna say maybe. But you know <laughs> no, how like and like our Discord like we like collectively don't like Attack on Titan, but there's like two or three people that like generally enjoy Attack on. Titan. Like, I don't think there's anybody on Discord that, like, likes Overlord. They're like, I can't wait for season four or something like that. Everyone's Does Sora just... not like Overlord? He might. He likes everything. But, like, that's, I, that's I guess I, 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 haven't, he, I haven't heard yeah. him, like, voice him his thoughts on Overlord, I guess. So, Sora, well, if you're like, listening, we don't let have me any know. Me, we don't have any, like, me, like, oh, I can't wait for Ruby, right? Like, with Overlord, right? Like, we don't yeah. have anyone coming out. Yeah, there's no one who is, like, it's their jam, right? Like, like they are... Because of how popular it is. Yeah, like, I guess you would expect that, like, or even, like, Pat with SAO, even. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we have anyone... Like, if this was peak Isekai, and we were talking Log Horizon Season 4, you know I would just be like, Even after Season 3? Season 3 was okay. It was a setup for Season (laughs) 4, if we get it. (laughs) Season 3 is objectively terrible if we don't get a Season 4. But Season 1 and 2 are great, but... Yeah, we still have Overlord stands, and that's fine. It's just, I'm going to watch this, and I hope that the animation is better than Season 3, because, oh my god, they, I don't know what happened to their budget, but it, they, I guess they use it. Madhouse Which is crazy! Madhouse is my favorite studio, (laughs) and the CG in the show honestly looks like, like, X-Arms, or Giabate or something. It is horrendous. Her Re- not bad horrendous cgi in the show and i don't even care about cgi it's so bad it's so out of place it takes you out of the fights it takes you out of the scene and i just hope we don't get this they have four years four year break for season four at least put a little bit more effort and money into this please that's all i ask uh gentlemen any last thoughts on overlord season four nope all right cool let's move on to a show 
that I'm actually very excited for. Shadow's House Season 2. Uh, a fantastic, unique twist on, like, supernatural slice of life with, like, a smidge... I, I don't know if horror's the right word, but, like, that, like, light horror mystery-esque show. I don't know what the, you would describe it. I watched this. Miles watched this. I It was, like, a nominee for, like, my slice of life of the year. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The ED is... I don't know, my second or third best ED of all time. It was the second best ED of last year, which is pretty impressive. I mean, it won um, by a landslide, but um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> we, I don't think the same person is doing the ED this year. Let me double check. We are not, so that sucks, but wow. that, that was something I was hoping we'd get, but we'll see. Yeah, right. Um, oh, oh, they're doing the opening. Yeah, the, say, the person who did the EDs is the OP. <laughs> so, that's good. Um, oh, and then Claris is doing the ending. Claris okay, is great. Yeah, the, yeah, that, yeah, that's stacked. Okay, OP, ED are stacked for <laughs> this season. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, thoughts on Shadow's House Season 2? Um, I really liked Shadow's House. I thought that the maze arc dragged a little bit, um, but I guess they were waiting for more manga to come out. Uh, when they did that, which is like, I, f- I feel like you could just like wait a season before you publish your show or whatever, but um, I guess we should have enough to, they're going to do like a little course correction because of some anime original stuff. Um, but uh, from the manga fans, I've heard that this is like really like where it gets going. Um, so I'm excited about it. I love the character design. I love the... Uh, setting. I love the vibe. I love the atmosphere. Just everything about this, I think, is absolutely fantastic. So, um, I will be watching this for sure. Yeah, but it's Cloverworks getting a second season. Yep. That's a little you bit, beat uh, me to it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, everyone's favorite thing to do is roast them. Uh, do you count movies as second seasons? Uh, I was, yeah. Go ahead, say it. Say it. Go ahead and say because it. Because say it. Say I it. will. I, I will. Because that means that unless you're a hypocrite, uh, that the Bunny Girl Simpai movie is a good second I, season. I like. And it. so Cloverworks is capable of good second season. I know. You know what else is a good second season? Don't say it. The Promise Neverland. Redacted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually fine. Uh, it's just not. Yeah, and then also, Darling the Franks crashed and burned, and um. A little bit. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I enjoyed it when I watched like the first few episodes, but I think then having to watch it week to week. Uh, I binged it, I, which I think I was helpful. I fell out of it so quickly, like four, four episodes in, I think is when I like really just was like, I'm not watching this anymore. And then I, I did binge it to finish it at the end of the season. And I think it was better then, but I, I don't know. I'm not that invested in it. I'm not as into mystery as as you are either so i think that that's where i uh it loses me a little bit like i i like a good mystery but i i feel like this is like it's good but it's not like enough to like hook me i guess i don't know for i guess it's so unique in it's st- uh storytelling where on paper it kind of looks dark it kind of looks scary and the fact that it's more like slice of lifey, I thoroughly enjoy. So, like, spoilers for season one if people haven't watched it yet. People get possessed by the. There are horror elements. Yeah, to this. 100% they there are. They replace people with 
dust, basically. Yes. And the dust, like, contaminates their brain. Like, I get that there is a bit of slice of life, but I don't... People talked about it like it was. Like, like you're talking about it now, and I guess I've just never gotten that perspective. I think that it is primarily a uh, mystery sort of thing. And, like, they're living their life in this manner, yes, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine if... Kaon had a mind control arc because I can't. Yo, spitting. Um, I think it's more <laughs> of like how Ameliaco is as a character and drives. It's just wonderful. Yeah, and like drives true. her because she's like so positive. And um, Ameliaco really wants this to be Kaon, right? Yeah, like yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how she lives her life. Yeah. She's like... So, so, like, because that she is the main focal point and her attitude and like her demeanor and her dialogue is very slice of life. And then, like, everything else around her is just like turmoil and darkness and like am i going to die there's a lot going into it especially we saw towards the end of like the maze arc where there's some like hierarchy drama as well within the house Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to seeing stuff like that as well to see if i don't know maybe one of the shao's house like hierarchy people kills off somebody who knows like i think that's all on the table and yeah i'm just really looking forward to season two of this show uh, gentlemen, any other thoughts on Shouse House before we get to our last sequel? Perfect. Uh, all right, last one we got. We got Made in Abyss, the Golden City of the Scorching Sun. I can't fucking wait for this. Uh, me and Pat saw the movie and did a review. This was like a year and a half ago. I had to go. This was your old setup, Pat. You have since then oh, yeah. turned your table. Um, <laughs> 180 degrees. Yeah. yeah. Now you guys don't see the mess behind me. Actually, it's cleaned up a lot now, too. I've, I've done a lot of, uh, you know, once I realized that the uh, the setup was a little bit more permanent than I <laughs> hoped it would be. So uh, fu- funny story about the movie when we watched it. After the movie, I bought this Bone Druid uh, figurine. This was Remember, we watched the movie a year and a half ago. I got this two months ago. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. I, I gave the movie a 10. I thought it was absolutely incredible. I love Made in Abyss. If you love world building, Made in Abyss is for you. We are now venturing into what I believe is like the next level. I think they're on like level five or six right now. So we get to see sort of a society, it looks like, of people who live within the abyss which we didn't really see before i'm interested to see how they actually get to the city but i I love the cast i love nanachi the fact that we're going to get nachi as not a side character from like we did in season one where we introduced like episode 11 she is now a main focus with reg and rico and i love her dynamic with they're now a trio instead of a duo so gentlemen your thoughts on maiden abyss the golden city of the scorching sun yeah, I need to watch the movie, but everyone has told me that it's good, so um, I'm going to, and I'm excited to to watch this. I think that more Made in Abyss is a good thing. Um, it's definitely one of those anime that I like want to see go to completion because I think that the overall journey that um, she's on is interesting. So, 
it, it, you know, with sequels, and this is probably why we don't normally talk about them. It's there's not a ton to say other than like I want to see more of the show, yeah, no, which, for sure. which I do. Um, you know, so I, I, you know, Pat, you've seen the movie. Do you have any more specific thoughts or anything? Yeah, I, I like Made in Abyss. I've never understood like the the super hype about it. Although I will say that the the movie was awesome. I loved 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 the movie. Um, really really good story for uh, I think Bond Drude is a really really cool character i think it's really funny too you mentioned the figures because holy shit man it is that's one of the biggest crocs in anime i think is like it takes so long right it takes so long like and then also like i remember i ordered that uh, this elena figure behind me i ordered it pre-order and the release date got pushed like four fucking times yeah. so, like how does that that's how is that allowed how is that like a a thing you know like and i had to, it came like a year and a half later like you said so i think it's just a bunch of it's it's crazy like but either way the series i like i'll I'll be watching it for sure like i'm excited for the this one of the shows that i will be watching but um i've never been as into it as like people like i I still don't think it was the best anime of 2017 uh even though a lot of people seem to think so or, or voted for it to be so um and yeah they i mean uh spoiler well, no, I'll shut up. Uh, but I don't expect my favorite character from the movie to be as involved in the season either. So, um, you know, that's that's going to suck because <laughs> like I, I don't care that much for, for Rico and Reg. Like they're fine. They're not bad, but they're just I'm not as attached to them as I was uh, some of the other characters in the movie. Fun fact, um, Made in Abyss and a show that Pat's on talk about after we do our like speed round S Classroom of the Elite, same season, same year. And they're both getting sequels today. So that's going to be really fun. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap up our overall, like what we're watching. Now we're going to do sort of like the speed round, I guess we can put it of like the shows that we are also planning on watching. But I also, if you're out there listening and you like us and you like this style, let us know what you're planning on watching and try to sell us on something and maybe that we will watch it. So uh miles or pat do you guys want to go first since i'm probably gonna have like 10 more than you guys i'm done so oh, pat perfect. go ahead <laughs> all right yeah so again classroom of the elite second season uh i remember watching the original show uh way back like i don't think right when it aired but you know like probably like 2019 2018 so like i just found it on crunchyroll thought it sounded interesting and i binged almost all of it in one one or two days back in college uh and then i remember the, just the last episode like the last scene it was like, oh shit, this is not what I expected to happen. Like, it just, it takes a slight turn, which unfortunately, apparently that turn is like either exaggerated or slightly different from the way that the light novel goes. Yep. Or it, I believe it's light novel sourced, right? Yeah. So are they going to retcon it or how are they going to do it? Uh, where, because I, you know, it, it, they go different directions essentially. Uh, so we'll, we'll be, I'll be very curious to see uh, what the second season is like, but I'm actually kind of, kind of excited for it because the main character was really really fun to watch uh even if he was just like an incels wet dream of like themselves (laughs) in a a show you know like like uh you know just literally like a reddit commenter in in a show um a couple movies to watch out for sao progressive technically does air this season it'll air sometime in september september 10th it looks like in japan so hopefully we'll get that early next year uh yeah december is my guess yeah hopefully december yeah december i guess like last year or Mm -hmm. january even i'd take um there's a a movie called not uh where'd it go 
Natsu A no Tunnel, Sayonara no Deguchi. That looks like vaguely interesting. That's also airing in September in Japan. It's the Tunnel to Summer, the Exit of Goodbye. Sounds interesting. A little bit of mystery. I, the synopsis is pretty cool. Um, and then the last anime that I will be watching a lot of this summer. Uh, it's this uh, political drama. Uh, it's an OVA that uh, I'm very excited to get started on. That's uh, that's airing this season um called legend of the galactic heroes um so yeah that's uh that obviously that aired way back in the 80s and yep. 90s so um this is a bit of a shit post but i'm, I'm <laughs> this, is, this is my my take on this season it's it's ruby it's i guess a couple of the sequels and i'm gonna be watching a lot of i, I i'm finally gonna be able to sit down and watch legend of the galactic heroes because how the hell does it have 9.03 on mal if it's not the best thing ever from the 90s and damn it does it sound cool yang yang all day uh for me mm. i'm gonna be watching don machi season four even though i hated season three uh i will be watching hopefully every episode but we'll see uh the end of season three kind of really like dragged and was pretty bad but it's super popular and i want to talk about it so i'm probably gonna hate watch it uh when will ayumu make his move it's from the t teasing master takagi-san's creator his third anime we had last or last seasons i guess currently this season's and the heart of kuno michi or whatever it's called and then we're also getting the teasing master takagi-san movie actually it debuts at ax if i want to go watch it we'll see if i feel like doing that um there's this isekai dungeon harem that's getting three different versions it's getting like a super uncensored an uncensored and a censored which has Couldn't like help yourself redo of a healer written all over it so i'm going to be interested just to see what it actually means uh if for reference i gave redo of a healer a two so i do not like that show but i am intrigued by like the style and how they're going to like what adapt did you give harem? what, what oh did you give world's end harem like a five or a six um play I'm okay two. Out of context, World's End Harem playing chess with a penis is hilarious. Um, and that's what World's End Harem is. They are playing chess with penises. Um, other than uh, Tokyo Mew Mew, I want to check it out just because of the nostalgia of it. Um, it's really popular with like females. I know the mangaka passed away this year. Don't and say female. Sorry. Continue. It's a sh sorry. It's like a shojo. So no, no, I know. No, we'll talk about it later. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Hopefully, you understood what I meant. But I, I did. Yes. Okay. It has that demographic of shojo that I is a that's just a staple, but it's a very popular show in that series or in that demographic. That I'm looking forward to. And then other than that, that's about it. This season, I'm gonna be catching up on a lot of things. Oh, and Cyberpunk. Um, Trigger is doing the Cyberpunk anime. I saw the PV. It looks way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, lately, Trigger did the SSSS Dizanamon and SSSS Gridman. And I thought those were just like okay animated wise. And when I saw the PV for Cyberpunk, I thought it was going to be something similar to that. And it looked way better than all of those. So. I'm going to give that a shot and hopefully it's better than it's uh, the cyberpunk launch of the video game because that was a dumpster fire. But gentlemen, we have made it. Uh, and if you have made it this far, you should leave a comment 
like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are on. It is the best way to support the podcast. Next week for Watch Club, we will be watching the Ghost in the Shell movie. Uh, and then two weeks from now, me and Pat are going to be in LA. So I'll figure something out. I do want to do like a live, live stream. stream. Yeah, I do want to do a live stream of the, the con itself if the internet's good enough. But um, we'll do something for you. I'll get something out there. So if, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to go to AX. So we'll, we'll see. And here's my new tattoo if you're watching us on camera. And yeah, thank you so much for checking us out. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.